you'd like to be part of the conversation, the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line is open. You can call us. You can text as well. A lot of people text. We'd love to talk to you. 855-616-1620. That is the number. A new survey on adults snooping through someone else's devices. Phone, iPad, computer. I've got some numbers for you. A new survey finds that more than four in five people, it's 83% to be exact, 83% say they have snooped through someone else's digital device. And it's mostly their significant other, but not exclusively. The most likely to get snooped on is your romantic partner, according to the survey. So 83% admit that they have snooped. Not accidentally looked at it, not seen. They have gone snooping looking for something. Oh, 83%? 83%. 83%. Now, I know you guys pretty well. I'm guessing, I'm just going to guess, please be honest. I'm guessing in this room, that number is zero. Right. I've I've, I've never. It it doesn't cross my mind. You can tell by my reaction. I think part of this comes from, like, I'm an only child, and I'm like, I like things where they are. When I leave, I want that book to be sitting on the coffee table exactly where I left it, don't touch my stuff. So I think I feel that way about somebody else. Like, I wouldn't want it done to me, so I'm not going to do it to someone else. And just happily, never, I trust my my man. Yeah, I've never had a reason. I just never... And also, if I do find something, I'm so bad of a poker face, like, I won't be able to hide it. Like, I, I've been mad at him over bad dreams before. Well, you are with this other girl, so I have no hope of not being a pain in the butt <laughs> if I find something on his phone and then try and pretend like I haven't. Yeah, I, I don't no even. Way. I, I don't even pick up Emily's phone for any reason other than, hey, could you, could you plug this in and charge it, or could you hand yeah. it to me, or hey, honey, you got a text and I hand her her phone or something like that. That's um, it. I don't have any reason to. But she'd have no issue if I went and like, hey, I'm trying to find a photo, and yep. and vice versa. Yeah, like, hey, where's that said, photo that you took? Or like, yeah. I, don't know, just, just yeah, I don't know, find it or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Well, because we've done that. Like, Michelle's been driving, and we are trying to find a text for someone we were supposed to get together with. She hands me her phone, and just find the text. I mean, obviously, she doesn't have anything to hide. So more numbers. So remember, 83% have admitted to snooping? Yeah. 53% of that number, so more than half that have snooped, have found something incriminating or concerning while going through someone else's device. The most common thing that they find is evidence of cheating or flirting with other people. 70% of those that are snoopers, 70% say they've discovered evidence of digital flirting after going through someone else's device. Okay, first off, there's a big difference, isn't there, between cheating and flirting? It's a very fine line. And the new phrase of digital flirting? Yeah, so I don't even know what that means, but 70%... Poking someone on Facebook. <laughs> the poke. Girl, you look good. A text to someone you work with. I mean, I don't you even up? know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, of those that snoop, 87%, when they've snooped, mm-hmm. have gone to either their target's messages, emails, or social media DMs. So if you're going to snoop... Almost 90% say they snoop by going to the person's messages, emails, or social media direct messages. Okay, I guess that's no surprise. Where else are you going to look if you're predisposed to snoop? Um, 44% check out a person's photos while snooping. 38% have read through their target's browser history. This is just too much work. And we were were talking about how many open tabs you have. Right. 
I'm going to pick up Michelle's phone. Finds 95 open tabs for recipes. I'm going to pick up Michelle's phone. Just make sure she's not like Googling, you know, how to dispose of your spouse. (laughs) It's just a weird search history on Facebook. Like, What's next? Yeah. Other targets. So remember I told you most people that snoop do it on their romantic partner. Other targets include children. 9% snoop on their children. 8% on their friends. 7% on their parents. 7% on their siblings. 3% 3% of people. Mm-hmm. So we have about 100 people that work in our building. Three of them have snooped on a coworker's phone or computer when it's been left unattended. I can't imagine that. Well, does snooping count? Because I think there are teammates who may or may not have left their Twitter account up after leaving <laughs> oh, yeah, the I've studio. And happened. either of you, yeah. And and you can't tell me that you just tweeted out question. like I have big feet or whatever, and then didn't sniff around and see what their DMs are. Okay, did well, you so, do that? Um, I didn't. But <laughs> Were maybe you tempted? I will next time. <laughs> but this raises an interesting question: If you sit down at a computer, we we have a shared computer in here at the seats we all sit in. Mm-hmm. If I sit down at this computer and Vince Vetrano's emails up, and I notice his emails up because I think I'm logging into mine, and I see it, and I see a subject line in an email from his at a quick glance that says. Mercure information. Do I click on that? Am I going to snoop that? <laughs> you tell me. If you do it fast, because you can read it and then mark it as unread, right? Yeah, I'm going to look. Yeah, it would likely be some sort of phishing scam, right? You'd compromise yep. the entire company. <laughs> and it starts, whoop, oh, man. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, Busted. Yeah. I think I would in that case. I, I don't mess around with it. Like, it's just not a, my, it's not me either. My, I'm not that nosy. I don't care. It's not my business. Uh, if you leave your Twitter up, I'm I'm likely to send a tweet out saying, wow, make sure you listen to Greg tonight. He's going to be spot on. Whatever. I'll have some fun with it. And it could lead to a funny segment the and next day. But I'm not messing around in DMs. So that's letters. mischievous and pranky. That's not that's fun. That's yes. not stupid. Violating that's, privacy. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's capitalism. So right. Wagner sits in this chair before I do. And Wagner leaves his Twitter up all the time. And so I, in the past, I've sent tweets out. Like one, I said, Jeff loves Fran. And I tagged Fran with a bunch of hearts. Another time I sent a tweet out from Jeff's Twitter account that said, John Mercure's the best host at TMJ. Um, another time I just put out XXOO with smiley. So, but that's not snooping, right? You're doing it a lot. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> he leaves it up every single day. Like, because that's the difference. It's pranky, it's funny, it's silly. But when you're actually looking for dirt or, or looking to be irritated and offended, right. instead of being an adult and saying, you know, Hey, why don't you stay off your phone? Yeah. Um, Mm. Women are more likely to snoop than men um, by about 15 percentage points. Only one in 10, 10% of people say they've literally never looked through someone else's device. That bounces out the 90% who are sniffing yeah. around. So one I mean, in 10 I, I, I say I never have never. on my own. Like, if Emily's asked me to find something, like, I okay, yeah. whatever, I'll go find it. Like Most of the texts on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620, are that they've had no interest, that yeah. they trust their wife. Uh, just got a text from Rob and streaming in Jackson, Wyoming, saying, I've ne- I don't, don't need to snoop on my wife. She's solid. I don't have enough time to do everything I want as it is, <laughs> let alone find time to start going through Michelle's well, that's when you—that's when you wait for her to get in the shower, and then you've got—you know—you got like ten minutes. Like, hurry, scroll, get in there. But when she's in the shower, I want to watch ten minutes of Gold Rush. Yeah. <laughs> I want to—I want to wrestle with the dogs on the floor, which she doesn't like on the hardwood floor. I want—I'm not looking through her phone. Just seems—I'm yeah, just it's shocked. It's time that to get a number. Snack. <laughs> right, time for a fourth snack. I can see where curiosity gets you, but that's a lot.
That's a lot. Yeah, aren't you? I'm not surprised people do it, but aren't you surprised that eighty, more than eighty percent, admit to doing that, it? That seems way high to me. That's I, I crazy. Guess I'm not, you know, I don't know. I'm just not that nosy. Well, look at our small sample size. I mean, none of us. That just seems like a really, really big number. I don't know. Glad I don't have to worry about that, right? That's just insanity. Um, I don't snoop on anybody. Privacy is important from the 952. Yeah, there you go. Sent from his wife's phone. No, just get right. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. On this pneumonia front day, let's get to meteorologist <laughs> Brian Nisnansky. All right, Niz, so it went from 79 here to 54, and it seemed to happen oh. pretty quick. What about where you are? Incredible. Yeah, very similar. I'm out in Franklin. Uh, we were at like 81 degrees now uh, with the storm chaser. And then I would say over a span of like 10 minutes, and most of it happened in like a matter of like seconds, literally, uh, the temperature dropped. But in a matter of about 10 minutes, we went down to about 61 out here in Franklin. So wow. about a 20 degree drop. Officially in Milwaukee, Mitchell, Milwaukee, Mitchell went from 80 degrees at 315 to by 335, 20 minutes later. 60 degrees. So that's a 20 degree drop in 20 minutes. So that easily uh, surpasses the criteria for the pneumonia front, which was 16 degrees in an hour span. So we did that. We smashed it. And uh, yeah, definitely noticeable. Smashed it. We can take some pride in that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the mic. It was. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how our bodies also get accustomed real quick to 80 degrees because, I mean, 55 or 60, just a couple of weeks ago, we would all be talking about how glorious it is outside. And all of a sudden yep. we get 180-degree morning and we're, we're shaking out here. It's cold. I mean, the wind does make a difference. I mean, there's people – I'm at the Milkman game right now. They, By the way, they play at 635, home opener. Uh, people are showing up now, hat, gloves, jackets, um, <laughs> it, it, and rightfully so because, I mean, by the end of the game, we're probably approaching the 40s. So definitely a big change. So the phrase was coined by a meteorologist, I believe, here in Milwaukee. Why are we more susceptible to this here? Yeah, so it's a definitely a localized Lake Michigan phenomenon. Um, what you get is is you have, and it can happen with usually, not most cases, you have what would be known as just kind of a larger scale cold front, a typical cold front, a synoptic, if I was going to use the fancy word, synoptic cold front. Now, that can easily get enhanced this time of year as it travels across Lake Michigan. It accelerates as it encounters uh, local colder pockets of air, which happen when the water temperature is in the 40s still. And it accelerates the front. It strengthens the front. And when it hits, um, you see that difference in temperature happen at a lot quicker rate than your typical cold front in the winter. So this is a localized thing that we get here down towards Chicago. It could happen on the other side of Lake Michigan. We were just creative here and gave it a name. All right. So what are we looking at now that the front is through? Take us through the next couple of days. Okay, so tonight becoming mainly clear. Oh, by the way, we didn't even get to the haze in the air. That that's wildfire smoke in the air. Oh wow, wildfires. Yeah, so that we we were going to have a beautiful blue sky, and that's not the case because of wildfire smoke. Mm. But in, in general, still mainly clear skies, breezy, chilly tonight. Forty-five degrees uh, in Milwaukee, thirty-eight degrees inland. I think your flowers are fine. It'll get close to some patchy frost, but I think we're fine for tomorrow. Sunny and cold, or for. 
standards, 58 degrees for your high, inland 65. Thursday, mostly sunny, a high back up to 70. Thursday night, good chance of showers and storms. And that could linger into Friday morning, becoming partly cloudy Friday afternoon, 61. Saturday looks awesome, sunny and 70. We deserve it. We've had some stinkers for weekends, guys. This one looks good. All right. Brian Nisnansky, thanks, Niz. All right, see you guys later. 54 degrees, 543 at WTMJ.